here. Finally, we back. Welcome back to another episode of High Side of the Ropes. And we're back with another special guest. You know, I I, I don't think I was lying when I said this is going to be the greatest damn episode we've had. Because our guest this evening, from the Bronx, New York, weighing in at 185 pounds, he is the greatest damn showman in this fucking industry. And tonight, this is his fucking stage. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Jaco! I love that. <laughs> I love that. Oh, yeah. Rest in peace, uh, headphone users. Yep, rest in peace, all <laughs> headphone users. I have a good feeling this is going to be the greatest damn show, man. Yeah. yeah Especially if we can get Brandon to talk so as much. little as possible. That'd be great. <laughs> we can achieve that. We're on the right track. We're on the right track because Brandon is not speaking as much as possible. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so, Jaco, thank you for being on the show today, bro. No, no, of course. Thank, no, thank you for having me. Honestly, I've been waiting, you know, been waiting, but you know. Here and, I am. And now your time has come, my boy. So I think the one question, because the only person that we've actually gotten to um, interview out of the out of the group mm-hmm. was PJ. Yeah. So now I want to ask you how you like how you feel about the uh, the takeover breakup. Um, alright, so, initially, I was a little weirded about it, because, like, I enjoyed it, and I thought it was gonna hurt me. I thought the group breaking up was gonna hurt me, because I was in the tag team, and I was still finding something, some niche, and whatnot, but little to my, little did I know that the group breaking up would be the best thing for me, in a way, because I was really able to show, showcase myself. People always ask me, oh, what's the greatest showman? I don't understand it. That's then third. But after we split, I feel like I was able to execute that more, showcase that more, show uh, how versatile I really could be, you know, just give my, give myself more. You know, I, I wasn't trying to showcase uh, my tag partner or my group members. I wasn't speaking for anyone other than myself, and I wasn't showcasing for anyone other than me. So long term, it it. it is the best thing for me and I'm very happy about the group breaking up because I feel like if we were still be together I don't think we'd get the same Jacko today if we were still together it's a fair point I mean the birth of main event Jacko is now a thing yeah mm-hmm. to ever Jacko. and just like just the quality of the shit that I've been able to put out between the promos and just like the matches, like the match I had with with uh, PJ, the match, even even the scramble match, the six-way uh, win, you know, that was like a big eye-opener testament to like the, what I bring to what I bring, you know. Uh, you you guys were there for that for that wrestling is now show in Bridgeville Park. Yep. Uh, I think it was, yep. what was WrestleMania weekend, right? That's yep. what that was? Yep. We, we, we were... You know, one of like the five, like our group was like the five people chanting main event Jaco. Yes, 
<laughs> yes. But you guys started it, but everyone else around went with it. Yep. And fun fact about that match, I wasn't even supposed to be in that match originally. Really? Um, I'm not going to say who, but someone else was us. Uh, that was someone else's slot. They decided they couldn't do that show for whatever XYZ reason, but I was just given the opportunity. And I like to think that I showed up and showed the fuck out, you know, personally, you know, not being arrogant, but I like to think that I really showed out there. And that was like the real eye opener for a lot of people. It was just like, I was supposed to be in that spot, but I showed the fuck out and I showed just even in a goddamn six way, five way, whatever it was that I was able to show out in that clusterfuck of a match. I was still able to be a showman, a spectacle, et cetera, et cetera. You fucking killed it, dude. That match was great. I appreciate that. I appreciate you. So, what's it like now? How do I'm trying to put it into words here. So now you're off on your own. How has your mindset kind of shifted from faceless ones to singles? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, is there um, is there much of a difference? Do you find yourself like tweaking certain like uh, styles in your moves? Like, we've already oh, seen the pro. We, we've already seen the promo change, and holy shit, promo ja- <laughs> promo Jaco is fucking peak, bro. Like, yeah. period. <laughs> I appreciate that. No, nah, but in ring, ten thousand percent. Um, me and Face were very like angry, want to fight, and like, yeah, I could brawl, I throw hands, I like to fly, I never got to showcase that as much, I never got to show a faster piece of style as much when I was doing that, and also another thing was just like, my cardio, I up my cardio up, because I'm so used to tagging out, tagging in, tagging out, and whatnot, I needed to get accustomed to not having someone in the corner, I know guys that were in the tag team, they always say that, it sounds cliche, but it's true as fuck. Like, I got to not blow up now. Like, there's no one else in that goddamn corner for me to tag out when I'm blown up. Like, I, I got to keep going. Mm. So that was, like, one of the real, like, tests of, like, the singles competitor. But just, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it, also finding the confidence of myself, just being able to be like, okay, I can step through that curtain as just myself. And I can still garner that same reaction that we did as a group, or we did as a tag team, et cetera. You know, nice. And uh, I think this newfound energy and this whole new thing you're going through now—it's just gonna get better from here, man. I appreciate like, you. Yeah, no, my energy's a lot more different. I'm a little fucking weirdo now. Fucking love it. <laughs> I'm about to embrace it. Exactly. It's like, like, it, like it's like you went from coming out with uh with the group saying your moniker real quick <laughs> to being this whole fucking like energetic guy that literally is sitting here cutting promos week in, week out now and talking hella shit and having fun with it. Exactly. Like before it was just we're badass and like I'm just gonna do my little shtick to introduce myself and everybody else and I'm gonna take a step back and no now. I can do my shtick. Sometimes I do it. Sometimes I don't. You know, I skip around. I have fun. I'm just having so much fun. You know, I'm just having fun right now. That's all I can say about it. It's just like now I could just 
for the first time in my career, like I could fully invest in just doing whatever I want and not having to worry about anyone's opinion about it. And if they don't like it, I don't give a fuck because I'm not tied to anyone anymore. It's just me. If I if I fuck up, it's on me. And I'm okay with that, you know? I'm I'm just doing me. And this is why I like this guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, I, I was going to ask this question because, like, yes, it's... Well, who's asking? Who's asking? Who's trying to ask a question? Excuse me? What's going on here? <laughs> For the people listening, there's no visual here, so I'm just going off hearing right now. Um, this, this, is is, Brand, this is Brandon. Oh, Brandon, attempting. Yeah. Brandon, you're not allowed to ask questions. I'm sorry. No. Next. <laughs> okay, I got a question for you. So, <laughs> shoot, go ahead. <laughs> so, I'm still new to being a ref and stuff like that, but last Sunday, El Nachos, your match against Trey. I'm just wondering if you guys have ever faced each other because that in ring chemistry fucking ruled. Never, never, never. Um, no, honestly, I didn't know. I mean, for some of the aspects that were both, we were in a group, like he's in a group in uh, Pro Wrestling Magic, he's doing his own things, killing it. But like, I didn't know he knew who I was, and vice versa. But like, we we're both very familiar with each other's works, and we both respect each other's in ring, and we both knew we wanted to work with each other. It was just a matter of when and if, like, we'd get the opportunity. And it just so happened to fall in our not fall in our lap and on nachos. And you know, I appreciate you for saying the chemistry thing because, you know. Course. We put on best to what we could, you know. He was a little banged up from uh, the night before. I was banged up from the night before. Good. So, like, that still wasn't even, like, our full everything. And, like, even with us being banged up and whatnot, we still gave, like, everything we fucking could. Like, I was still throwing out my 450s. He was still throwing out his 360 cutters, things. I don't even know how to, like, explain that. But, you know, and the sun was beaming, and that shit sucked. It did, but there, multiple times during that match, I had I gotta like catch myself because I was like, "Oh shit!" But I was like, I had to react like, "Oh, that hurt!" Like as a ref, and I'm like, "Fuck!" <laughs> it's like, "Fuck!" Excitement is everywhere. Stop! Stop being so damn good, man. Stop making me work out in the ring. <laughs> but um, one thing I found out recently, what was at the El Nacho show? Is that you're only 26, man? How long have you been wrestling? What the fuck? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm only 26. Uh, I've been. Training on the Johnny Rogers about five six years now. Um, when I, no. I, I train, I started training about five six years ago. Um, and when you know the moniker of when you're in Johnny Rods, you can't do outside shows. You can't do independent bookings. It's just his shows and just learning under his wing. Very old school mentality. You know, I'm not shit talking Johnny Rods. He was he's an amazing amazing trainer. Has an amazing mind this business inside the ring and outside the ring heavily and heavily outside the ring his mind is is untapped but um trained with him for a very long time but i didn't get to do independent stuff i didn't start doing independent stuff until maybe about two years ago i would say we left during covid and i didn't get booked till like no we left after covid i'm sorry we left after covid when everything started to open up, that was the end of uh, end of 2020, very beginning of 2021. I didn't get booked until like May of 2021. So about two, I think I just I just made two years on the independence actually. Damn. This month, holy shit! 
Happy two yeah, year anniversary, my you. guy. Basically. Hell yeah, I guess. <laughs> Happy anniversary. I didn't even fucking know it. So the question that Brandon Downey was gonna ask, but has told to me to ask. Okay, we can do that. What got you into wrestling? Uh honestly, I wasn't even into wrestling at first, you know? Like cousins and like they were into it and it was just like it wasn't my vibe off rip. Until I started against like eh, maybe around like say eight, ten, somewhere around there. That's when like I kinda got into it. Because one cousin just random was like, I really want to watch this. I know you're not a fan, but fuck it, I wanna watch this. I was like, all right, whatever. And then just like I just watched and I, I was just captivated for some reason. Like this random day, this this I was just captivated. The Undertaker came out, all daunting, all walking all slow. Then he did the eye roll with the hat coming off. I'm like, this is kind of dope. I'm not going to lie. And then, like, you had the smaller guys, the high flyers. Like, I think it was, like, Paul Nolan and Brian Kendrick at the time. They were just super fast-paced, super, like, doing things I didn't know, like, someone could do, a human body could do. Like, moving away, I didn't think was actually possible, you know? I was very superheroes growing up, and this was, like, the closest thing to, like, superheroes but like it was real life like it was actually happening they were actually doing this it was actually like closest to flying that you can ever possibly come to does that answer your question brandon (laughs) yes but i was gonna ask Oh, God. I was also going to ask. No, that's it. You see, this is why I even gave you, I gave you, like, a little a little wiggle room to, like, speak. And then you went, you tried to keep going. Like, why? why? Oh, because I was going to ask. So, so fun fact for the for our listeners that don't know. Uh, for the better part of a year, uh, Brandon has went to war with Jaco, Face, PJ, you know. Everyone. So everyone take over as a whole. So um, yeah, this is no surprise to me. This is actually kind of entertaining. Yeah, you still bitch. <laughs> so I made. I'm. Wait, excuse me. No, not you. Him. Oh, okay, cool. Oh yeah. Because he, <laughs> so, he's not allowed to say anything. No, he's not. Not at all. All right, I so got like, this. He, he's just mad like I beat him in one of his up. first singles matches. You're not allowed to Ooh! speak. Brandon attempting to fire shots. You know what? Let me finish what I was going to say, and then I'll get into that. Oh, I've made amends with, like, after TakeOver breakup, I've made some decent amends. In TakeOver, I was kind of a dick. I still am kind of a dick. That's never going to stop. But, like, you know, I try to shake some hands. I'm a little bit of a different person. Brandon, I can't do it. I, I, I just don't like him. Like, you started it. Like, there was no reason for you to come at, come at us as hard as you did. For no, for no reason, you just... You started it. You try to look at us like we're the bad guys. Oh, they did this to me. They did that. Like, we didn't do anything. You started talking shit first. You asked for it. And then they complained when we started talking shit. And then complained when we kicked your ass. (laughs) Two shows in a row. For you to actually get a win. And then you got it. And And then you lost it. And then you got it back. (laughs) But then you lost it again. So I was just like, shut up. Stop playing! Fuck off! This is you amazing. got your ass kicked a lot. <laughs> Meanwhile, back then, I was on the uh, me and John were on the opposite it. side of the barricade. Yeah. 
So uh, we were the ones sitting there watching. watching TakeOver. Fuck up, Brandon. And we were uh, cheering for it. They loved every second of yeah, it. Every ass- second of it. Assholes. No, we're honest. I mean, when you're handcuffed to a pole and Hush is in the ring against the Pacers once two on one, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Take a selfie with him getting shoved <laughs> in the fucking ring post. Yeah. Well, okay. Nick yeah. is because I know he wishes he could. He just imagines everything that's done to me. He wishes he could have done when I was a kid. Damn, I jumped real quick. Me and right. Joey said it as well. Yeah, like our. I, I think our entire. Uh, you know, that's Joey, and I can believe that. Like our entire sibling bloodline at this point has already admitted to this. All right, so Brandon, what was the question you were going to ask, and I'll I'll relay it to Jacko for you. What got you into wanting to be uh, to perform and be a wrestler? All right, Jacko. So who was your dream match? Who's <laughs> my dream match? I hate you, John. <laughs> Is that all right? So we're gonna go. Who's my dream match? Correct. Are we talking about like of all time, like fantasy dream match, or like realistic? So yeah, I was gonna say let's just do both. Okay, if we're talking fantasy, I'm gonna go for like Undertaker, but like kind of older, like not like before he started like getting into that. Like I'm not good enough. Like before he did the Mohawk, Undertaker. Okay. At WrestleMania, like I would love to standing in that ring, hearing like watching that entrance at wrestling because you know it's gonna take a long time. Yeah. So like I'm just gonna go blow myself up in my entrance and know I got about a good like ten minutes before this man comes to the ring anyway, and just watch it. Like that, that would be like an allure, like right there, just watching the entrance in the ring, yeah. waiting for this man to come. And then just fucking going at it. You know, WrestleMania Undertaker is just, he goes all out. That's a different type of Undertaker. He's going to make sure he's going to give everything. For sure. That, that would be fucking, that'd be an amazing match to see, like a past versus present kind of thing. I, I, I would love to see, see that. His entrance from the ring as the perspective of his opponent. Like shit that I actually don't really think people will think about that often. Yeah. It's just like being his opponent during, like, let's say when the streak was, like, alive and, like, well, we never thought it was going to end. Like, just being his opponent at the time, it was, like, peak taker, just seeing that. I think it was when Edge talked about it. Edge talked about, like, how surreal it was and how almost scary it was. Like, just knowing, like, who this man was and, like, the power he held. But watching him come to the ring and knowing what's about to go down knowing like what's at stake knowing like everything he's done and you're in that ring and you're about to share a part of history but just like yeah it's just it's surreal like that that would be that'd be awesome undertaker in like that era like before the anything before the mohawk anything before the mohawk i i can agree with that yeah (laughs) even though mohawk was kind of cool imagery to see. It's just like, yo, this dude reiterated to fuck people up on a whole new level now. Uh, he said fuck cool. the hair. It was cool, but I was always scared to watch him wrestle at that point. It was always like, please don't hurt yourself. Please don't get hurt. Ah, uh, because hurt. of that way 27 ended. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Undertaker went on a streak of, uh, you know, scary injuries from about 27 yeah. on. Yeah. Anybody remember 25? Or maybe, tw- actually, no, it started yeah. at 25. Yeah. Yeah. 
wasn't really any in, like, 26. 25 wasn't even that bad. 25 was just, like, it was bad, but it wasn't as scary. Like, everything after Goldberg was just, like, scary. Yeah. Goldberg on was just scary. Facts. That match was hard to watch. Yeah. It, nah, you, I knew what we knew what we were getting with that match. The match that was hard to watch was Brothers of Destruction versus DX. That like, well, I think oh, it was yeah. Saudi. I that was a hard that. That, that match. Was hard to watch. Uh, that was hard to watch just because Michaels came out of retirement for that. Yeah. And Kane's mask kept falling off every bump he took. It was just like. Ugh. And that point, it had never fallen off his face like that until that match. Yeah. So now, dream opponent for the indie scene. Will Osprey. Ooh, that's a cool pick. I like that. Pick. I'm always gonna say Will Osprey's at the top of his fucking game. Like that man just hits every single time. Like from the moment he walks out, I'm, I'm heavy against emphasis. I, I said it was well, but like, and you see it. Like I try to do it as much as I can on my own. I blow myself on my own entrance because that is the show right there. If you can hook somebody on your entrance, then they're gonna be hooked. And so you can't just walk to the ring. You can't just be like Brandon Downey and, and have like your hair all wet and, and an angry face. Like, no, you got to give something. You got to. I love you, Brandon. I really don't. Fuck you. Anyway, <laughs> um, you say you get the angry, you like, something. fucking out of the hot shower face for no reason. Just wet <laughs> hair. Just angry for no reason. Like you just got burned or something. Or someone dropped but ice Oscar down the back comes of your out shirt. And he doesn't do much. He just. Have yeah, you seen any like of my this, entrances? Yes. He has like a, he has like the star quality about him when he walks just to the ring and it's like, and then everything inside just hit. He's 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 a presence from through the curtain back out the curtain. Everything about it, and I just, I don't know. The man gives something, and that's a match that I want than anything. I want I want to wrestle Will Ospreay. Very badly. I'm not gonna stop until I get that match. I know it's gonna happen at some point in time, but I'm gonna keep saying it so that way I have something to look back at to say. We say it enough times, maybe we'll wish it to existence. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Say his name three times like Beetlejuice. Say his name three times and hopefully he appears. That would be fucking Osprey, cool. Osprey, though. Osprey. Didn't work. <laughs> Damn it, Brandon. Now we're gonna have to take a commercial break. You see what you fucking do? Yeah. Everything. We'll be right back with more of the greatest showman, everybody. What's going on, everybody? The host with the toast, Nick Downey, alongside Euless Harris. Yo. Here to tell you about an awesome new product called Dubby. It's a new form of energy drink that has no jitters and no crash. These guys created a whole new formula to make drinking energy drinks kind of a better experience zero so crashes and zero jitters their flavors are awesome they offer flavors like calio cream beach and peach dub sludge dub sludge yeah big, big energy tears that's a good one the blue raspberry flavor push and punch these guys are legit they gave us a shot go give them a shot be sure to use discount code H-S-O-T-R-10 for 10% off your order. They also have bottles, shakers, merch, shirts. Protein mixes. Protein mixes. This They have literally... It's a one-stop shop, folks. Go give them a shot. 
Tell them Highside sent you. And that has just simply been too sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And we're back with the second half. And I think this is the part of the show where Jocko tells Brandon to shut up. Brandon Downey. Fuck off. That's enough. So, a question that Brandon wanted to ask, okay. I'm also going to put my twist on it as well. Okay. So That's already better. So, Brandon's question was, what made you want to become the showman? What made you want to, like, perform? Adding on to that, mine is, what made you choose the sh- greatest showman as the gimmick? Um, well, what made me want to do it was seeing guys that didn't look like typical wrestlers achieve success in it. Like seeing like a Jeff Hardy, almost, he's a guy that doesn't look like a stereotypical wrestler. He's still a big dude. Like people very, like, like think Jeff's a small, Jeff's not small. Jeff's like 6'2". Like Jeff's tall as shit. He's yeah. big. But it's just like, he was he wasn't like super jacked. He didn't wear like the trunks and stuff like that. He didn't look like a stereotypical wrestler. But he still achieved an insane amount of success. Like seeing him win the WWE title was just like that was the realization of okay, this is actually possible. I can actually do this. That was that was the realization there. So I would say definitely that. Definitely seeing him achieve, seeing those, seeing guys like that achieve success was the eye-opening realization that I can do this. Once I realized I can do this, that's it. The mindset was just that. It was just, how do I do this? When am I going to do this? Et cetera, et cetera. It was just that. Um, if that answers uh, Brandon Downey's question, I don't really give a fuck if it does, but whatever. Um, but as for the, the greatest showman aspect of it, um, I've seen the movie The Greatest Showman, great movie, but my character necessarily isn't based off The Greatest Showman. Like, it's just the name. Like, I love the name of it. I think it's a cool ass name. And I like to think, like, I'm a showman in the ring almost, but it doesn't necessarily mean, like, I'm a ringleader. I'm going to wear a top hat and a marching band jacket. That's not who The Greatest Showman is. It's not a circus act. It's me being a showman is me being a spectacle. It's me being everything that I was in awe watching wrestling. The the, the bigger the life characters that captivated my attention. That's what I want to bring. I wanna I wanna be a showman. I wanna be a spectacle. I wanna walk through the curtain and, and just present something different. Um and, and, and just produce in the ring and be able to just give everything. Uh so that's where the great showman character, but like even the mannerism, the aspect, it's not even from the movie. Like, like I'm gonna let you in a little bit. Like a lot of my mannerisms, I stole, I stole from like, I stole from the Grinch and I stole from uh, Jack Skellington. A lot of my mannerisms and my promo manners, mannerisms, etc. I stole a lot of that from the Grinch and Jack Skellington. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's I'm, unique as fuck. I don't think I've told anybody that so far. So yeah, I've never heard anyone say that. That's where they took inspiration. Yeah, from. like that's new. Yeah. That's fucking cool as hell. And I do see it now that you actually mentioned it. 
Now I got to go back and watch some Jocko promos and fucking <laughs> see if I could piece what where. So this br- th- this brings us to uh, recent events. The ordeal between Jocko and PJ. Okay. So we saw it on intensity. Um, this whole thing kind of started by PJ attempting to not defend the title mm-hmm. and um, attempting to finger poke a doom on Jocko. Yes. So which Jocko said it perfectly is like, wait a minute, I punch you in the face, you punch me in the face. Whoever walks out heavyweight champion, better man walks out heavyweight champion. And PJ didn't like the sound of that, so he punched you in the dick. No, he kicked him in the dick. Or he kicked him in the dick. Um, What do you think about this newfound development in PJ Savage? It's not newfound. It's always been there. It's just... Now it's shining through. Now since he doesn't have friends on his side, there's no one to to hurdle behind the truth of who he actually is. That's always been who he is from the very beginning. He just doesn't have anyone to blame it on now. It's just him. He's he's just a dick. He's a person that's going to do whatever he needs to to make sure his name is on top. That's who he is. I don't need to do that. I'm not going to do that. I should say I'm not going to do that. If I want my name on the top, I'm gonna earn. I'm gonna earn it. I'm gonna scratch and climb, and I'll bust my ass to get to the top. I'm not gonna step on next to do that. I personally don't feel like I need to. I'm going to let my work show for itself. It's nothing new, though. It's nothing new. The fact that it happened. The fact that he turned his back on his uh, quote-unquote brothers, not surprised. When it happened, caught me off guard a little bit, but like I said, not surprised. Well, how do you feel about face walking out? That's going to be my next question. Because yeah. he walked out on you mid-match with yes. his belts on the line. We were sitting there. I'm sitting there from ringside, and I'm like, I just see face jump down. And walk out of the building. I'm like, wait, what the fuck just happened? At that point, it just feels like the takeover didn't break up. It's just that PJ and Face just turned on you. Because that's how it both happened. First Face walked out on you, and then PJ hit the end dick. Both for yeah. title matches, too. With yeah. a title on the line in each respective regard. If you look at takeover in its entirety, even a little bit back to when uh, Jay Bougie was in it, they all essentially, they all essentially turned, but turned on me. They all had problems with everyone else in the group. Bougie had problems with PJ. PJ had problems with everybody. Face just wants to be face. That's besides the point. But for some reason, they all decided to turn on me. Wherever that is, to each their own, you know? Like I said, uh, if you scroll back to, like, Invictus, so Bougie turned on me. He had his problem with PJ, but he turned on me. Whatever. Um... Face though, one of those things. Face, you can't even explain face. Face just, he just does whatever the fuck he thinks is best in the moment. Maybe, maybe, just maybe. He had people in his ear telling him one thing, and it just led him to decide okay, maybe 
these people in my ear are telling me the right, just the right move, the right new move, the right new direction. It's working out okay for him, I guess. He's, he has his zero limits. He's doing his his little thing. I don't have as much hatred for him. He walked out. That's it. Face is a very angry individual. I know Face better than anybody else. Trust and believe I know him better than anyone else. He's a very angry individual. But he walked out. But he also didn't hit me from behind. So... I'll take that with a grain of salt. Whatever that expression is. Fuck you, fuck you, Brandon. <laughs> the fuck? Fuck off, is... stop talking. <laughs> My God. Fuck you, Brandon. Do you think there's Hell any yeah. uh, unfinished business with Face, though? Me and Face will have our time in the ring when me and Face have our time in the ring. Yeah. There's unfinished business. With the entirety of this group, from every angle you look at it, from one person to this person, that person to this one, there's unfinished, unfinished business everywhere. Yeah, we're all gonna have our turns in the ring, whether we had it already or didn't. It's all gonna happen again. I mean, it's just a matter of when. Next Invictus show, PJ goes at PJ and Face will be going at it. Yeah, in a street fight. Holy hell. Mm-hmm. Entertaining as fuck. And then our next IWA show, Intense Heat, is coming up very soon. Uh Return of Lance Anawahi. Gonna be another banger show. And Jocko has an open challenge. And Jocko's got his open challenge. What do you have to say to anybody that may or may not be listening to this and realize that you have an open challenge? Oh, that, that anybody that doesn't know have an open challenge or anyone that, like, I'm just speaking to anyone that wants the open challenge. What, what, what is this question? Uh, I, I, I blank, blank, I blank. It's all good. My I blank bad. Brandon. What, 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 what do you have to say to the people that may, that do know you have an open challenge or don't know you have an open challenge? Just what do you have to say to anybody that can answer this challenge? Anyone that can answer. Okay. Anyone that can answer. To anyone that can answer, if you want the greatest damn show put on, if you want that opportunity to put on, to show out, to show up, show up. It's that simple. Just show up. Advertise it. You want that? Say, let me know you want that. This is a real open challenge, a real shot to anybody that wants a chance, that wants an opportunity, that wants to showcase something. I'm all about the opportunity. I'm all about it. I have to earn my way back to PJ, back to the heavyweight title picture, right? I'm doing that. But let's say whoever open, whoever answers the open challenge beats me. How well does that look on that one person? So to whoever's listening, if you think that you could beat me, I'm telling you now you can't, respectfully. But if you think you can, if you want to come, if you want to put on a show, a spectacle, a captivating, cultivating entertaining, extraordinary show. Tell me. Let me know. Talk your talk. Send me messages. Cut your promos. Let me know. You shout it out. Shout it out to the world that you wanna you want in on this open challenge. I already see some I already see some of the eye emojis. I need more than the eye emojis. 
I need you to let me know that you want it. Hell yeah, you gotta start cutting promos. You gotta start talking your shit. You gotta start saying fuck you, Brandon Downey. I mean, after if after, you say fuck you, Brandon Downey, that's it. You're in. I mean, after tonight, okay. I think the, the like leading candidate to open that challenge is Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> You're not that guy, pal. Not, Trust me. Wait a minute, You're not that guy. Brandon's on his phone right now. What is he doing? <laughs> if if Brandon answers the open challenge, I'm leaving. Point blank. Like I'm just like I'm not even gonna deal with it. You don't want another loss. You don't want me to fall um, out of the ring again? <laughs> I'm gonna Homer Simpson How my way out of here. It was after the match. <laughs> uh, so what's it like? It, it seems like every other fucking weekend I see you booked for a new promotion. What is like? How do you prepare for all of that? You don't. You stay prepared. You stay ready for anything because while maybe yes i know let's say i know i have this show coming up i don't know what's gonna happen in between that hell i may have an opportunity on a fucking tuesday or a thursday that i would have never thought of so you always need to stay ready you always need to stay on top of your game you always need to be ready for absolutely absolutely anything there is no get ready it's just continue to be ready continue to be better continue to want i should say Another thing we saw Jaco and PJ go at it a little bit at El Nacho's. A little bit, yeah. My God, dude, the fucking suplex onto the floor. Ow. Yeah. I looked yeah. at the, I, I looked at that. I'm like, what the fuck? His back's got to be spinal. Spinal. Yeah. Yeah. It was the lower back too, so it was just worse. Yeah. yeah. That sucked. Meanwhile, people were casually eating their food in some parts of the restaurant. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No one even stopped. Everyone just kind of like continued about their day. Families continued to take, to enjoy their little dinner, their lunch, whatever. I saw him get behind the bar and just chuck a fucking drink in PJ's face, and then yeah, jump from the bar onto PJ. I mean, if it's there, why not? Yeah. Improvise. That bar shit too. Overcome. Now, if the lights went out and face appeared. <laughs> That would have been perfect. Still to this day, I'm pretty. I'm. 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 I'm telling you, I think the only person that can end Roman Reigns' is un, Roman Reigns' streak is face. There's easy enough fantasy booking for it. I already booked it. I hate you so much. Maybe we'll get into that in another episode. Who knows? How to book face beating Roman Reigns? <laughs> uh, I know you're gonna have it as an episode. Of oh, it's show. gonna be an episode. It's going to be an episode. Is that the one where we're going to have face on here, possibly? I hope that happens. <laughs> All he will do is TV just... cuts a promo. All he'll promo. do is just scream. That's fine. As long as he spikes himself, I'm good. How's he going to spike himself? It's face. He'll, he'll, he'll find, find a way. way. We, need to be, we, we need it to be the first video podcast. And I was have saying him that here too. And just have him just sit here spear the Brandon. whole time. Just spear Brandon. <laughs> Uh, a little bit off track, but yeah. It's all good, man. It's all good. Our minds work in fucking weird fucking ways, and I'm with it. Yeah. So, Jaco, what's on the horizon for you, bro? What, what what do you got coming up? Aside from IWA, what else do you got? I still have tie-in. Tie-in yep. June 17th and everything going after. 
with Tyen. I have uh, I have my sights set on some things. I'm uh, uh I'm just gonna keep shooting my shots. I'm gonna keep getting those opportunities to tie in because I'm gonna. I promise you, before that year is over, I'm gonna have some golden tie in. I'm gonna do some things to tie in. I'm gonna put in some work. And you're gonna see something special to tie in. Um, wrestling is now when. Yep, we'll be there. I don't for know that when show. I'm gonna show up there, but you never know when I'm gonna show up anywhere. So, but I promise you, you will see me back at wrestling is now very, very soon. A lot more sooner than you think. We'll definitely be there for the next show. I think it's um, Friday, June 16th, 17th, I think. I thought it was now. 16th. Wrestling is now, so. Yes, I 16th. It's a Friday. <laughs> yep. Uh, we will definitely be in the building for that show. Sure, yeah. And honestly, you just never know when the fucking going to show up next. I might show up places that you didn't even think of. I might just be some random out of the blue person you never would have thought show up. Fuck, I'm going to show up. I can't really say. I can't yeah. really say. I have things on the horizon. Victus is still heavy set. Titan, win, IWA. But there are other places that are still untouched that I will get to, and I'm just not going to say yet until that time comes. That's a fair enough point, man. If you, if you reveal everything now, what the fuck is the surprise? <laughs> and one thing about me, if you've seen me before, if you thought it was good, you thought it was great, you thought it was cool, fun, fan, dandy, it hasn't been anything yet you haven't seen anything yet there's nothing better than my next so if you've seen something cool before i promise you that was shit compared to what i do next i'm only busting my ass to be even better i mean honestly you and trey felipe was honestly my favorite match at el nachos that shit was awesome yeah oh yeah i'll be 100 percent honest that was that was my favorite match you guys fucking absolutely killed it I'm going to be 100% real with you. I don't even remember half of it. Really? Between... Fun fact, I kind of banged my head pretty badly the night before the Titan. So I was a little out of it, and the sun didn't help. So I don't remember much. I don't really remember much. That's why I want to run it backwards. Right? I want to give him a proper match that I can actually fucking remember. So, yeah. Do you have any final words to PJ Savage before we get out of here for the day? Just know I'm still on the come up. You want me to earn it? I've been earning it my entire career. I've been the guy on the back burner for way too long. I've been busting my ass for way too long. You know how good I am. You know what I bring. You know what I do. You know who the fuck I am. I'm gonna still... I'm gonna still get. I'm gonna still get to the IWA Heavyweight Championship. I'm gonna earn that back, and I'm gonna be the one to take you out. I don't want Lance to win. Lance is Lance is a phenomenal talent, but Lance, I'm sorry, I don't want you to win. I want to be the one to dethrone PJ. I'm gonna stop at nothing to make sure I am the sole purpose. He loses the IWA Heavyweight Championship. I want to be the beginning of his downfall. I want to be the beginning of PJ's downfall. Yeah. Once that, it, it it was great the first time around between you and PJ. I'm eager for the second time around because it's just a fucking more hungrier Jaco and a more savage, pun intended, PJ. Can he go down the roads to finish his story is the question? <sighs> All right, John, go home. You're drunk. I mean, 
I'm being honest. Seth's I mean, one drinking alcohol like right said, now. <laughs> like I said, you've seen me before. What you've seen before, it's going to be shit compared to what happens next. I'm only and always going to be better every single time that I walk through that curtain. And it shows every single time. To those that have actually been at shows and seen Jaco perform, he doesn't just say this shit to gas himself up. No. It's a spectacle. Yeah. Like, he finds ways to entertain you and make sure that you're happy with the results. And that's what I love to see with guys in this business. The ones that love to get the, like, love the reactions and love what they do. If you're just in it to do it, it's like, well, there's no there's no fun in wrestling. There, if you're there's just there's doing no it. fun in it. Right. Like I didn't think I was going to end up being a fucking ring announcer. I'm sure you didn't think you were going to end up being a referee Not anytime soon. Brandon knew he was going to be a wrestler, but that's just well, you know. Fuck Brandon. <laughs> Honestly, well spoken by the showman. Literally. Facts. Honestly, I, um, as you know, I'm a referee, but I'm going to try to get in shape soon and possibly see how I fare as, um, training to become a wrestler, hopefully. Hey! So, Jacko, you better watch oh. out, buddy. <laughs> He's going to kill you. Don't start your shit. Oh, shit. Don't start your shit. Don't start your shit. You don't want any of the buttsinator? Come on, man. The <laughs> buttsinator. No, okay, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Go home. It. Go home. Yep. I've heard it hey, all. I'm trying a different That's gimmick, all right? Brandon, That's a big time rush concert. That's horrible. <laughs> Sounds like the Saxon Nation for worse. <laughs> so, I think that's it for us today, boys. Jocko, yeah. thank you for coming on the show, my boy. This Absolutely. has been a fucking awesome episode. Thank you for having me. It's a long time coming. A long time coming. Usually, this is where I say, you know, don't drink and drive, park and spark. It's always 420 somewhere, you know, enjoy the high side of life and all that cool mm-hmm. shit. But you just said it. I did. But it's not going <laughs> to be the final thing said. Okay. <laughs> Jaco, if you will do the honors in taking us home for this episode. Okay. What, what do you want? You want the stick? You want the, do, all the usual? Th- th- be you, my guy. Be you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children, creatures, freaks of all ages, it is him and his eyes, me, the greatest damn showman of this industry, Jacko, signing off. We thank you for listening. Uh, what do you say? Uh, you smoke them if you got them. It's 420 somewhere, anywhere, everywhere. Thank you for listening. And welcome to the greatest damn show.